welcome to the next installment of the Dismount Podcast. And I want to take this second to uh, say hello and welcome you guys. Uh, we got the usual suspects here. I'm riding along and I'm saddening up to discuss free will with Derek and Brandon. What the hell are we doing with ourselves with this conversation, boys? This is a deep one. It's, this one is a lot to handle. This is a lot to take on. This, to me, is another one of those topics that if you're not ready for it, like last week's karma, mm-hmm. man, it, it could it could throw you for a whirlwind. Like it, it could take you for a ride. Really? Touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> but discussing free will. What the hell what'd is you free st- will? What did you say before we got started when we were outside? Um, the room, he said something like, we don't know. <laughs> what if we don't know anything about anything we talk about? <laughs> or something along those lines. No, I, 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 was, I was just uh, thinking in general. It was yeah, but that, that is kind of funny if you pull it back this way. Yeah. Uh, I was saying that if you get too deeper in your life and you have all this built up knowledge and you sit back and you start thinking and Derek just hit me with the, yeah, but what if you didn't? And I was like, wow, I had never really thought about myself becoming 80 or 90 years old and not sitting back and thinking about like all the things that I've acquired Mm -hmm. throughout my life, like in terms of experiences, thoughts, ideas, you know, Mm -hmm. things that you agreed with, things that you didn't agree with, opinions that you held for how long you held for them. And then that has me thinking now, like, how do you even... How do you even sit there and really think about conceptualizing that as like, how am I going to sit there at 90 years old and remember all these things that happened to me if I don't have something that shows me what happened to me? Yeah. To remind me of those things, you know? And even mm-hmm. even so much as like, that's what made pictures. Like I'm talking... The photo just boxes of just your family having pictures. Like that makes that kind of cool. Right. When now, and then now it's like, oh, well, I can just put 10 million pictures on this thing and I could look at this. So now I was like, well, look, you know, now at this age, like, what the hell actually is free will? Like, what are we even discussing, dude? What are we even talking about right now? Because when I originally brought this title to you guys of Free Willy, do we have it? I initially took myself right back to the movies that I used to watch growing up that I loved, the Free Willy series. And I used to watch Free Willy like it was my day job, dude. That was my jam. I liked that movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why at what is, what am I now 31 years old Sitting here and going, okay, so Free Willed had nothing to do with Free Willy. Oh, wait, how does this have to do with Free Willy? Oh, this might have to do I got with some everything to do with Free Willy. So hit me, Tit. Where, where are you going? I mean, if you think about it, like the whole concept of like, I don't really remember it. All I remember is that they're more or less oppressing this orca or killer whale. And they're trying to keep it contained, bogged down, if you will. So in that sense, it's like, well, they're trying to give it back that ability to just go out and about. So they're trying to free Willy, but they're also trying to restore its ability to make its own choices. Isn't that wild? Hmm. 
it just it it goes even deeper into I was reading that story, not the actual hustler story, but the story about the dolphins down there of uh the lady there you do you know the story the hustler story of the lady who basically would fool around with dolphins <laughs> i don't she was but I have it a was for scientific reasons but when she stayed down in the caribbean and they moved those dolphins back to miami that dolphin just just offed itself just committed suicide wow. because supposedly dolphins can just every breath is consciousness for them and that any moment in time they can just decide to just stop breathing wow. just literally just stop breathing and i was like wait hold up that's a crazy concept like could you imagine like i'm that's where like this whole topic of free will for me mm-hmm. like it just i told derek that's what i said what if this is one of those things that we're just not supposed to ever understand? Oh, that's when you said it. And <laughs> to me, this might really be that one thing that just every way you try to come at it from a different angle, you're going to put it into a new category like that PBS special that we were just watching down there. I'm just creating another category of like, oh, well, if you think this way about it, then you're in this box. And it's like, how many different freaking labels can we put on your different viewpoints of this to where we can just agree that like none of us can finally hone in on like, okay, this makes sense 99.9% of the time. And yes, there might be that one outlier that totally blows this whole concept out of water. But like ninety nine point nine percent of the time, that's what we're seeing. Yeah, you know, like, but yeah. there's nothing like that. It's just everybody keeps going into this different route of what is free will to them. Yeah, we might as well just talk about brain surgery. Like, we probably know the same amount. I think we know more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for, like, the good news yeah. is that everyone's in the same boat on that one. Like, some people know exactly what to do when having to perform brain surgery. Yeah. But here it's like, oh, you can kind of guess, but you don't, your answer is not correct. It's just not proven regardless of what your answer is and all the reasoning behind it. Like there's like, there's loss of physics behind, you know, some of the things that happen here. And I think that's what makes it interesting. Cause like everyone just has a theory about it, but it doesn't mean it's true at all. Well, then we keep finding different things out. Like not too long ago scientists did like dived into the actual brain because of how much we can really scan the brain now and they saw activity in the brain before someone was actually even making like put into a place to make a conscious decision like before they were even given the actual context of thinking about something they were already initiating thought yeah and so that's like well then that just threw out like the whole going against free will where the hell is that coming from? Yeah. Like, is that the spirit? Is that the soul? Is that unconsciousness? What the hell, like, are we trying to wrap our head around? And to me, I just, I thought about it in a sense of, what if we just threw this whole concept out the window? And what if pers- what if this perspective of even sitting here and thinking about free will, what if I never even put that in front of you? That was never even something that 
you even could even fathom or imagine. Because if we sat here right now, and Sam Harris did this in his podcast, in his book, but if we sat here right now and I and you were to think of a movie and think of the feeling of watching that movie and picking that movie. Well, that was just a random movie, but what about all the movies that you have never seen before? Those aren't even in your realm of it, your list that you would potentially be picking from. Yeah. So what if free will was just something that we never talked about and just threw it out the window and just said, fuck it. Like then we're sitting here and what is, what are the, what is the context of the conversation then? You know, what are we trying to, what are we trying to hone in on? Because when we're trying to think about free will, it's our decisions that we have. We either have the ability to make decisions or we don't have the ability to make decisions. Right. So if we just take that whole perspective out the window, then what is it? It's just randomness. And then, oh, wait, but now that's a new one of those categories. Like, Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's, I mean, we just had a little educational blurb before you came up here, but it does make sense. The fact that, like, yeah, you might have some, like preliminary basis on the decision you make, but there's some thought behind the fact that like you were led to make that decision based off past occurrences and things you've experienced leading up to that moment and the weather and how your morning went and yada, yada, yada. So you had the ability to make that decision, but there also is some thought behind what actually led you to make that decision. And was there ever another way that that decision could have went? So in my opinion, it does take, like, if you take free will out of it, like, then what's the alternative? Well, then the alternative is, like, everything was determined. And you, no matter what you do, you can't escape the fate in which you have. Like, which kind of sucks, but, um, well, that was the story, too, that we just listened to before you came down was um, was Oedipus. And he's like, oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, it's the same thing. His dad was like, oh, dude, this guy's supposed to kill me. I'm just going to leave him in the woods. Mm -hmm. And they're like, little did he know, that's exactly what he's supposed to do. And that led on the events of him killing him and then marrying his mom. And he's like, there's no way I can do that. And and by you going against that, you actually created the exact scenario that was supposed to occur the entire time. So that kind of like leans into like, okay, like no matter what it is, like, yeah, you can have free will in the decisions you make, but like, instead of thinking about like what's determining your future, it's almost like, or I, I guess that would be exactly instead of thinking about like, Hey, what, what exactly is, is leading me to the next decision? It's more or less like, Hey, what decisions you made up until this point, which were just a fucking avalanche of each other actually led you to make the next decision among other things. I have a two uh, concepts that are kind of interesting on that note. One of them being the ending to Oedipus Rex. Do either of you remember the ending to Oedipus Rex? I don't even know what that is. Is so, that the story? So whenever they say Oedipus complex, it's whenever like you might be into your mother. Well, he kills his father and he has sex with his mother, even though he they tried to prevent both of those things to happen. Right. Happen. And I think he even went as far as marrying his mother. When he finds out he killed his father and married and had sex with his mother, then he stabs his eyes out and then exiles himself. 
Now, this is the first mind-bending concept is, was that an act of his own free will? Or is that because of conditioned response, stimulus yeah. and response? He did these atrocious acts, which he didn't want to do, that were deterministic. But was his actions afterwards, were those acts of free will, or were those still deterministic because those are stimulus and response? Yeah, right. It's it's cause and effect. And yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> it makes me think. How to be more PC on this show? <laughs> you brought up Oedipus. He's he's not very PC. Yeah, he banged his mom's, took his eyes his out, <laughs> and then gouged his eyes yeah. out. And he probably did the last one because he did the other things. So the second concept that right? makes me think. Mm-hmm, second concept: determinism and free will. To me, seems like we have two glasses. One's a glass of sugar, one's a glass of salt, and then we dump them into the same pile, and then we say, okay, now let's figure out what's the salt and what's the sugar. And as much as we try to pull out one or the other, it's like, well, you might still leave one behind (laughs) no matter what. Yeah. But that was just my thoughts on it. I was like, wow. You know, the more you try to filter it out, the more difficult it gets. And it's like, well, you could classify it and whatnot. It was like, but you still might miss one little shard, one little piece. Yeah. No matter what, it seems like it's kind of removed. Yeah. But it's more like dumping a glass of water on top of that. (laughs) Holy crap. Yep. I don't, I'm just trying to sit here and wrap your head around the concept of free will, just in its whole. Like, is a mind-bending thing. So when do we actually have ideas that might be mind-bending ideas? It's like when people make a decision, they're like, I'm in the mood for this. Well, then your mood made the Like, You know what I'm thinking thinking about? Like, just like, man, I want pizza. What led you to want pizza? Probably because you had pizza a bunch of other times before. And you know, something reminded you of the pizza you had. It was because it's dark out now at four o'clock. And it's cold. And you're like, I really like pizza when it's cold, or something like something. When you're in the mood, it's because it like something set you off to be in there. That's I I just I find it hard to like get around that. Like saying that yeah, we have free will. I'm still able to make the decision. Like I can make the decision, but something's leading me there. And even if it's to be. Understanding of the fact that I wanted the pizza and then deciding to do something else just because of that. Well, then I just I did you know I I was like well I determined that already because I was like I'm gonna be shifty get out of here and and and, and <laughs> dodge my own self but like that was like going to happen already anyway you know like it, it it's it's a juggling act almost yeah you're constantly trying to figure out what was the cause to the effect right exactly but there was something that we that I noticed. And that in the whole concept of what we're discussing, and it was the only way that you could truly know what that those temper, temperaments, uh, beliefs, and there was one other traits. Isn't that what the three were that uh, made up your equals your ac- equaled action? But that those things, how do you oh, fuck? Where was I going with that? Temperaments, beliefs, these traits would lead up to your actions. Correct. But those decisions that you make in those, those things can be changed. 
those are what end up ultimately making what is the final action. You can change those ultimately like those are uh, dials on a board that will ultimately lead to a different final action or final cause or final effect. And what they said was, if you got to a place where you could psychoanalyze, and they didn't say this, but this is where you where I took it, if you could psychoanalyze why those things trigger you to feel certain ways, that's when you could start to take control of your free will. Because you now know what things in your life make you, oh, when I drive down this road, for some damn reason, I always want to go to that bakery. And it's like, why do I always want to go to that bakery when I go down this road? Oh, do you remember when I was in my grandma's car and we were driving down this road and we had that hilarious moment and I just remembered how how much peace and like fun and just how much love I felt in that moment. So going to get those that bakery right now, that I'm going to feel that love. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to feel right now. So I'm trying to feel the love. Okay, how can I love myself in a different way right now? So that's where like getting down to this nitty gritty of really going inwards, yeah. which is what religion is all trying to tell you anyways, of finally going inwards and being with yourself and figuring out yourself, why you act certain ways, why you have certain traits, why certain things make you react in certain different ways, mm-hmm. is when you can start to finally, in my head, Take control of those certain things. Set yourself up into different consistency in life, new traits, where you ultimately are controlling what finally are those actions that come about. That's where you finally get to have free will. I think. But if you let the matrix, and I'm just using that as as a catch word here. But if you let all of the years of your programming, your society, your friends, your family make up all of those temperaments, traits, and beliefs or behaviors, then you have no control over those. And no, you don't have free will. But if you have control over those things, you know what you're doing, you say, okay, I want to be this type of person. That's who I that's who I see as the epitome of my next level or my version of success for my temple, which is my body. Okay, then what do I got to do to get there? Okay, so now I got to be very aware of when all those things pop up. And I got to be smart and I got to be start to really build a strategy for myself by going inward and having those discussions with myself yeah, to finally set myself up to be able to take back that control. It sounds like control is the biggest thing here. <clears throat> like, like Brandon, but Brand, do you even Brand, have well, control? No, Brandon did have control this past weekend until he had that first double rum and Coke <laughs> in him. Jack and Coke. Jack and Coke in him. And then because of the the outlying factors that came into him, eventually he lost 
some of that control, which led him to make decisions that were less inclined to um, get branded <laughs> in good graces with his girlfriend. Wife. Wife. Sorry. <laughs> Trisha, <laughs> Trisha, I'm sorry. Jesus. <laughs> Lord. I know better than that. Um, with his wife. No, you didn't. With his wife. I got it on today. <laughs> He's got it on today. I'm sorry, Trisha. I love you. Okay. So anyway, his wife. <laughs> so I guess the point there would be that you you if had the he, control. If he knew that, what ultimately stemmed from his act, his Right. Next time, don't drink as much. He said it himself. No, but the, that's yeah, the or, thing. Or he already it. knows that. Yeah. He's well aware of it. Right. Just like I'm well aware of it, just like you are well aware right. of it. If I but, do this, this, or that, when right. it comes down to alcohol, I'm going to put myself into inebriation. So if I know that already, then what but I'm you're not saying- you're thinking about like, oh, yeah, I'm going to piss what I'm off saying. my wife. Like, that's, you're not thinking that. Right, but you already, but you don't even take the risk, bro. That's that's the thing. If you know that there's even that slight possibility, that and if you care about those people enough, then you don't even take the opportunity. Like, oh, I'm gonna dance on this line. Well, then, I'm gonna play the line of, oh, I'm gonna not get too drunk today. And it's just like, but do you want to dance yeah, on that I mean, line, it's, bro, it's like, or do you not? Like, yeah, there's a risk too. You know, like, hey, this is the cause and effect of what can occur from my actions. Like. Or, or the, and that's the not me hyping like, on you. I yeah. love you, bitch. No, that's I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, the cause and effect. <laughs> I'm of, just talking about it. Yeah, like uh, thinking it that way. Like, hey, like you know, maybe, maybe no whiskey. <laughs> maybe, well, yeah, no, but, but it's like, not, but that, that's not but what that's we're is, saying. Is, like, it's, it's, is understanding like maybe the whole situation too. And again, this is just control. But like, you put you find yourself in a situation, you are in total control to a certain instance. Maybe it's like, oh, I'm out with the whole family. Maybe tonight's not the night or something. But like. I think to a certain point you can't just like remove the the human element from it either. Like you're just like then you're just saying, oh, oh, I, I can't do this, can't do that, like can't do anything because what you're paralyzed what, right there. That just took away your free will, right? If I if I can't do this, then what? Then you don't have free will. Yeah. The irony is how free I felt, but <laughs> but I don't want to pass up some gold. I'm gonna. Rerail us, not derail us, Thank but God. I'm going to rerail us back Thank to something that Zach again. was mentioning. I know you're his wife. So, <laughs> <laughs> Zach was mentioning a very interesting concept about. I like that you reinforce the idea of control, and you were talking about programming, and it was really <clears throat> a concept I was going to visit earlier in the conversation. I'm like, I'm going to put a pin until later. And I'm so glad you touched that because it's really what you described is inadvertently the premise of the matrix in Nietzsche's Ubermacht, which is, I think it's uh Uberman, which is Superman, which is Neo. You might even see it as the Bodhisattva. Um, but the one who can choose their programming and then show others how to choose their own programming. So I think that personally is the closest we can get to free will with all aspects. I have probably seven, five to seven different examples of different determinisms, but all of them can be rivaled by the act of being proactive versus reactive. Stephen Covey, if anyone wants to read his seven habits of highly successful people, but in what you were saying, you can always be reactive to anything that's happening. Um, 
with me, you know, in the example of whiskey is like, <laughs> hey, the, at any given moment, I can acknowledge and notice how much fun I'm having and be like, okay, do you want to like draw that out? And I'm like, oh no, the answer is to add more. It was like, well, you could be proactive and then just like read the room. Um, but the room was also a bunch of drunk people partying. <laughs> so, so it was not very helpful, but you know, being proactive, you choose your programming and you in advance, you're knowing what kind of things can happen. I think you also, I don't know if the word you're looking for was interpretations or feelings in that um, situation you're talking about. Cause you were actually describing cognitive behavioral therapy. You have your trigger, your beliefs, your actions. And in between there, you have your interpretations and your feelings and you can tweak your interpretation and your beliefs in order to change your actions and your thoughts. It all starts with your thoughts and then it becomes this cycle and you need to intervene in between there. So we use cognitive behavioral therapy to rewire people's thinking. So it doesn't just become them on autopilot or Neo at the beginning of the matrix. Dude, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. I just talked about it. Look at you. Holy cow. (laughs) I'm sick and tired of Anastasia (laughs) telling me, you're trying to therapist me. I'm just talking. I'm just communicating. I don't know where these thoughts came from. (laughs) Ask her open-ended questions. You're driving crazy. (laughs) God, I know that look, man. If you ever want to therapize, just ask open-ended questions. Don't ever answer anything. No, I'm kidding. Oh, goodness. (laughs) You'll lose Just it. kidding. Instantaneous. <laughs> yeah, I lose interest in that very So, quickly. free will. I mean, we're sitting here trying to discuss also the thought of our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Where the hell do they come from? You know, and we just had a discussion or saw the old story about the gentleman who did some unspeakable things, who had a brain tumor, had the brain tumor removed desire to do the unspeakable things came back is it the brain tumor is it not Mm -hmm. do you have control over that brain tumor do you not have control over that brain tumor so where do our thoughts come from and where would a thought like for me like free will is this ability to come here experience whatever it is that's going on here and figure out what's next and becoming tomorrow, making it to another opportunity to experience what I experienced today to leading me to like, okay, so how does, how does spirit tie into this? How does my soul tie into this? How does mind, body, spirit tie into this? And then I just have this crazy idea of like, what if all of us, you know, the universe is nature. Like, that's what our world is. That's what our planet is. Our planet is nature. You and I are nature. Nature always endures. Nature is always trying to grow and expand and continue the everlasting cycle. So what if all of us were actually here trying to learn how to get to a place where we can finally understand energy, understand ourselves, understand metaphysics, and be able to get to a place where you and I 
can become a creator of a world like this. And then what we are are basically like spores to a plant that spore off into a, the existence of the vast universe once we've gotten to a level where we can finally transcend the human experience and now it's our job to go and continue expanding the universe and build another version of something like this somewhere else as yeah, opposed, a, yeah, I was gonna say as opposed to the world that's like it's a crazy thought yeah it just kind of like it's like a reflection of like what the universe is already and what's makes up us and everything around us which there's a video i watched i don't know what we call it because i don't want to butcher it but it had the same instance like you just keep reliving the same not the same life but you keep reincarnating <clears throat> here over and over and over and over and over and over again um until you live every life there ever was to live like in cool. this realm and then, like, with that knowledge, you would become one with the creator of that, like, universe and then go off and do your own thing. Well, yeah, that would that would be basically accumulating every ounce, every mere morsel of intelligence, of knowledge, of human experience, yeah. of everything that you could possibly potentially do. Yeah, I guess the the premise, that's the all knowing. Yeah, the the premise of that too is like I guess of, of more more not like the focus on becoming like one in that instance, but also like like looking at everyone as a reflection of yourself and how the actions you like or, or the way I treat you is exactly the way I treat myself. Like like there are reflections not only like hey like if you put good in the world, no, that's more the karma instance of like hey if you put good in the world, you get good back and and the same thing with bad, but. I think with that at least, you know, you, you kind of kind of still find that in there a bit. Like whether it's like, you know, a reflection of yourself, how you treat others, the 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 karma kind of finds its way back into this conversation, regardless of uh, you know, if you look into free will or the uh the determinism. Well if if we were if we were looking at this concept. this concept that I'm referencing is how many times do you have to shell love to somebody before they finally like, and I'm talking real love. I'm talking the type of love that I know you do on a regular basis with a certain situation. How many times do you have to continue showing up for someone, a person, a thing, a situation to where that person situation or that thing finally sees what is happening and might see the harm that they might be inflicting, the pain they might be pushing onto people, the stress, the agony, the anxiety mm -hmm. that their actions are causing to others. Like how many, I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I've come down to this realization that the only true way that for me, this is just my concepts. I hope someone can blow me out of the I hope I hope someone can blow my concept out of the water. But if I'm a bad person, a part of group A, and I'm group A and I'm oppressing people. 
And group B decides like, oh man, we don't like what's going on there. So we're going to band together and we're going to, we're going to take down group A and we're going to get them to cease what they're doing. So group B starts to band together to start to attack group A. Well, group A sees that there is now a rebellion starting against them. So now they're a, they're a animal getting backed into a corner. Mm -hmm. So that group A is going to what potentially get more volatile, get more, you know, like, bestiality you know yeah. get very guerrilla warfare start doing more you know tormenting to try to take back that control take back mm-hmm. that power and let's say well group b wins yip de do mm-hmm. now group b's in charge well now group c doesn't like how group b's being they don't like some of their tactics it's just a never-ending consistent game of like if it doesn't get to a place where we can finally sit down and just be like, I see you. I love you. Love you too, dog. I know that's not what you're saying. I don't care what you've done. It's okay. Forget all that stuff from the past. But how can you as a human, how can you as a human Look someone in the face who's either done so wrong to you or so wrong to other humans or so wrong to people that you care about and just be like, it's okay. I love you. Fuck, dude. <laughs> it takes a lot of strength. Like, how could you sit there and look at someone who's done such terrible things and just be able to say that to them and mean it? Not just like, oh, we're on camera and I'm trying to get a social media post. No, I mean mm-hmm. like truly fucking mean it and just be okay with it. Because and the only way that we're going to get to a place where the human race can finally be okay with each other is when we can finally say like, I'm okay with what you did in your past. Tomorrow, I'm not going to let you in my backyard because I know what your past is, but I'm also not going to come after you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I'm not going to hang you <clears throat> at the stake because of what you did. Like, where, like, that's the only way that we can finally get to a place where everything ceases and the human race can ascend to become a more fantastic planet and become more one with nature and take ourselves from a type one planet to like a completely different type of planet that is one with nature and one with our surroundings and prolongs life for generations and generations to come. And I just don't know, man, like that's such a hard concept to sit here because then you're like, shouldn't that just be like rational thought? I mean, Yes, so then why not? Right. Because it's because it's hard to do. And is it the programming? No, I mean, yeah, it probably might be the programming. The, the Again, backed up to like, you know, free will or, or having a determined outcome. Like it, it, it leans back into like, okay, obviously everyone would love for the human race to advance at an exponential rate where everyone is being taken care of and compassion is... is 
through every person in the entire world. Um, that's something I think everyone would sign up for, most people at least. But again, then you have those outliers. You have you know random <clears throat> events. You have people's pasts and traumas and the way they've been treated before and how they'll be treated again. So like, it's hard to like give that trust to the rest of the human. Like, how are you supposed to trust the rest of the human race that if you give that out, then you're going to get it back because that's not a fair deal. If not, no, because to me, the only way that you can do that is you've basically have become this person who has transcended the human experience. Like you're still here in this dimension. Like you can see me, but like it's to that old, uh, wise tale of, the monks in the monastery and the mon- the monks are told to basically get out of here because an empire is coming in and they, they are taking over this land. And one of the monks stays and basically the leader of the, you know, army comes up and bangs open the doors and walks up to the monk and tells him, like, do you not know that I could bat an eye and grab my sword and stab you through your stomach and kill you? And he looks at him and he says, don't you know that I could, in a bat an eye, take your sword straight through my stomach and completely be unfazed. So like the only way that you can actually get to that place is you've basically, I don't know, man, I'm getting to like a crazy place where I don't really want to bring religion into it, but I'm just trying to understand, like just trying to understand humans. And I really don't understand. Like I get the yin to the yang and I get all this different stuff. And like, I'm trying to really like grasp my head, like where these bigger concepts now are coming into like what was put through me for 30 years. Like I never experienced anybody being sexually harmed as a kid, but why do I have this like raging desire to want to try to, rid the world of sex trafficking like i don't know dude like but why is that something that is a part of me if that's not something that has stemmed from my 30 years of experience in this world yeah so like is that where we're starting to pull in like your past lives actually play into this life too and then whoa now we're on some woo-woo shit again now we're on the woo-woo shit of like reincarnation and you know, I have more than one life and I've lived all these different lives. And like now it's like, holy shit, we just lost people because right. how do we have a conversation of like, where do we transcend as humans? Because, oh, we took it to that weird place again. And it's just like, fuck, dude, like, let's just yeah. sit down and keep talking. Like, just be vast. Just be open with me. Like, I'm not sitting here thinking that all the things that we talked about even today right now are my 100 percent truths. And right now, the things that are in my head, I'm trying to learn and grasp and understand these concepts. And that's what makes this podcast right now, to me, so much different than any other ones that are going on with these discussions is I don't fucking know anything. And I'm not going to sit here like I do. I'm just some dude who's 31 years old and I want to learn. And so I want to talk about these things. I want to communicate And I want to find a place where I don't have to go to my job and do engineering. I could spend maybe 10 or 20 years doing this right here, learning about the human race and learning about myself and like really taking some time to like, okay, 
now we're it's 2023 let's do some crazy shit i'm 30 years old and i i don't i don't have any background i don't have any connection to all this woo woo stuff like i don't have any family ties to anything i'm just some random dude who just somehow found all this shit yeah through no mentor through no like so I'm just like, I want to be like, I honestly, I want to be a fucking lab rat to like learn some stuff and learn some things about me, learn how I can transcend myself like in this human experience. Like, I don't want to get to this crazy fucking place where I'm doing like this hardcore like science experiments on myself. I'm talking about just like going through life as a normal person, waking up, doing life and just discussing things like this yeah and seeing where we can start to try to like take ourselves to a different place like maybe if we started having these like woo woo conversations maybe some other things that are right now like our current reality might start to like move away because people would be like hmm yeah maybe this shit is but, interesting but but like then you're you're just gonna die like pretty quick. Like we're only here like for like so long, unfortunately. So like, yes, in my opinion, but also, I probably side with the let's not take it so seriously side. Like in my opinion, like that's just me. Like if we look yeah. into it too much, then what's the point of being here at all? You know, like like that. I I'm not like I think it like discredits like not you know, going the other way and just saying, hey, like maybe I'm just supposed to be here to hang out and not think too much about it, have some fun, and that's just about it. And by the time I'm going like, oh, yeah, this was cool, and now I'm, you know, get a little older, and then I'm done. You know, it's over, and then that's cool. And what happens after is whatever. So I know there's a whole conversation about, like, coming back and how your past lives get in there, and I totally subscribe again to that. Um, but I think what um, what's nice there is that, like, you can go either route like if that's that's and that's the whole thing is that like if that's what's important to you then it should not matter to anybody that that's important to you and if other people see the benefit in what you're doing then that should allow people the empowerment to go out and figure those things out for themselves but i think on the other hand too the way i like listen i'm like yeah that's awesome man and like going in and finding out yourself and who you are and how we act and why we do things and yada 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 like, you might get your answer, but like, I feel like you're going to be doing digging for a very long time to the point where it's like, you know, is is that worth it because we live such a fleeting existence? Like, we're just pretty much on the way out the door already. Not really. Obviously, we have a ton left, but like in the grand span of existence or whatever that might be, it is already over. So... That's what I take from it. It has nothing to do with your side at all. I didn't mean to you know, pin it like that, if, but I, uh, I think the thought process there for me is just like, I I wouldn't, I don't think, dude, just our brain can only take so much and we can only dig so much into it. Like, even, dude, if I, Brandon handed me a philosophy book once, took it on vacation. <laughs> I started reading. I said, dude, there's just about no way I'm going to understand literally a page. It's all words. It's English words. It's written in sentences. I, I understand the structure of paragraphs. I've done a fair bit of writing myself in my life. And the way those words were combined made literally no freaking sense to me at all. So, yeah, 
of course they made sense to somebody else and a lot of other people. And I'm not saying that like, I, I still think there's an ability for people to reach in un, an enlightened um, sense of reality or being without having to go down paths that may take extra IQ points. You know what I mean? Like in that sense, or people who want to yeah. take a deeper journey into themselves or experiment on themselves. Like I still think there's ways to find that in life, even through trying a minimal amount, you know? That's, to be fair, that's a Carl Jung book. So that's yeah. a 300 yeah. page book that a lot of professors <laughs> say is dense. So, dude, dense no. <laughs> is the funniest word to describe that book. Cause I <laughs> ran, ran it handed me. I said, I mean, I'll read it. Like, I you might asked not, if I had a book. I, I was might like, not I got get one. it. And dense, like, <laughs> that was like dense like a cake like not dense like the most boring fucking thing i've ever read in my life <laughs> dude you gotta you gotta have a little bit of a little bit of will i need a little to bit get of through freaking there. alcohol to read that book dude that shit did not my brain was not lubricating away for me to understand anything at all on a side note can i sum up a little bit of what you guys kind of gave me some? please well, these are kind of your own words that i'm kind of regurgitating in my Perfect. little therapist brain um but that's our angle. I was digesting a lot of what you said, Zach, about, you know, I'll just say it as the neighbor, you know, in group, out group. We have our neighbor and we're maybe even trying to let bygones be bygones, you know, move forward. And I got a lot of themes about like purpose and like, what are we doing here? And as I got to thinking about the whole concept of free will versus determinism, good versus evil and far as our actions and it made me think about self-interest versus altruism and i think that i got a little bit of like the feeling of like us feeling the struggle to just like improve but also not step on toes and to move forward to make ourselves better and take other people with us and i think it's very interesting because i tend to be an example of somebody who offers more altruism than self-interest and you don't always get rewarded for it and it becomes painful because we've talked about this before. Not everyone deserves my respect and it's hard to take it back or stop giving it. It's an addiction. I have an addiction to altruism and when people are not kind, I still give them kindness. It's like me tipping every waitress 20% when one sucks. It's like, <laughs> really? Do you think that would teach them anything? It was like, well, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just courtesy. It's like, well, screw courtesy like you give them 15 percent if they give shady service then you still give them the etiquette and the people who deserve it get 25 but i don't know if that's the answer but i think it's very interesting to think about it as like you know free will versus determinism and good versus evil as you know we have these conscious decisions always and I consider myself to be like a steward of the world. Um, Derek and I went to North Catholic. That's one thing that stuck with me. You know, you're a steward. You see, I still pick up like a grasshopper with a broken leg and I'll relocate him. I'll help him out. Um, but I try to think about it in terms of altruism versus self-interest. So that begs a question for me. Where do you guys see like self-interest and altruism fitting into the equation of free will and determinism? I see that that for me is where I think the hardest piece of the puzzle is at is 
how can we not see that we're on the same planet? Like getting to that place of reconciling with anybody who's done any wrong to you on this planet. And how can't you get to a place where you would see like, okay, so I'm a part of this ultra situation of like all these people that are on this same planet. We're here for this. This is our home. But I have different desires than that person down the street. So I, I just see those things as like, I think that for me is where I'm stuck in trying to figure out how to make money without uh, feeling like I'm scamming people mm-hmm. because just about everything seems like a scam because unless someone truly wanted, like unless someone came to you, like I guess to me, like I was trying to think of like what are an actual true honorable trade and i thought about it and i was like man like well if you're doing some type of craft like okay so if i'm a woodworker like this person comes to me and they're like i want this bar built and you're like okay so i have these skills that then i did this for them and they gave me money and like i didn't create something and then try to get everybody to buy that thing like no i had a skill that that person found useful and instead of they had nothing to give back to me so they had cash so like now i'm sitting here like i was like this past week i'm like well fuck i better go get a shit ton of skills because like i'm like trying to understand this concept of like but i still think there's a moral journey along the way like it's not that like cool like now you're just out of screwing people over you do something honorable but like like what happens when you make a deal with uh somebody and you owe them a favor on the side and then you take advantage of that favor you know or like yeah yeah like anything like i still think there no matter what the trade is regardless of like yeah you're you're not starting out with a malicious intent but you can definitely end up there. It just all depends. It's just making sure you're keeping yourself on the up and up, making sure you're keeping yourself on the, on the righteous path. And I think that's, uh, so like your personal, your personal, your personal stuff versus the stuff of the collective. Like that's where, where, where does that, where does that weigh for you? Like your personal yeah, things that you want in life mm-hmm. versus like what? Titty Am I willing says was... to sacrifice what Titty wants for what I want? Like, is that you mean it like that? So, f- no, not what he wants, but what the collective wants. Okay. So, like, everybody wants a certain thing. Yeah. Versus you want this one thing. Okay. Where do those weigh for you? Is what he was asking us. Yeah. And how do they compare to each other for you? Yeah. It's a good question. I guess that's something I never considered, so I'll probably give a really boring answer to it. But um, I guess, like, going back to what you just said, too, and, like, it's – and what you've been harping on a little bit, too, on the side of, like, finding a way to live a life that doesn't impede on the will of others. So, like, 
that has stuck with me too in a way that like it kind of does keep you like and, and if you are going to interact with others it's in the most sincere and, and genuine form you can possibly muster up at the current time yeah so i think that has stuck with me recently and that's what i'll, I'll say to that question is like you know looking looking at like knowing what's best for you being on the journey to get it having the trust that with the right effort it'll come to you and not you know manipulating or imposing your will on the the greater good to make sure it happened at the expense of the greater good and i think that's been cool too because like anywhere like you know my personal life my professional life wherever like it's easy to get lost in the mix of anything and when you're able to take a step back have a clear understanding of what it is that you desire and then realizing that when you put the burden on somebody else because you haven't achieved that yet then um you're just doing yourself and that person as a that person's self a, a disservice yeah. and i think that's um that's been interesting for me because i know you've been throwing that out there but I think it's been uh it's been helpful too just to make sure that I am I'm putting my energy towards what I want whatever it is I desire in a certain situation because that's where the energy needs to go it doesn't yeah. need to go anywhere else and if I'm doing that then that's not only a disservice to somebody else but even more it's a disservice to me I think it's a hard concept to really finally like lock down I think it's another I think it's another one of those things where it's like I'm beyond us that we can even have a conversation about it. Like, we can do this for fifty four minutes. I'm like, how have we kept it up for this long? Because this is not I'm well, this is the this is, yeah. for me, like the self the self Okay, so let's use an example. I wanna be a rock star. So I spend my life I'm trying to be a rock star. So if I want to be a rock star, then that means that someone else can't be a rock star. Because there can only be so many rock stars, man. If everybody's a rock star, then there is no rock stars. So there can only be so There's many to make it one special. More, you know? special. But in that sense of being so hyper-focused on the self and just being locked in on that's, that's it. It's me. It's me or the highway. If you don't have any gratitude for understanding that you are a part of this ultimate overall collective, like, okay, I strive to go become a rock star, but I find out that I'm really fucking good at recording music and making beats. And I could become a producer that could then bring out this entire other line of rock stars. So in my goal of becoming a rock star, I actually benefited the overall collective to more rock stars becoming it by me not being this pompous ass. That's like, I'm laser focused on myself. It's me over the highway. Yeah. You know, that, that was where I was trying to go with like trying to bring the two of those together and how you could finally like, okay, I have these goals in my life and I'm going to shoot for those. But you know what, brother? I better be damn aware on the way of all the other things that come about. 
and I better keep myself in the moment. Okay, that's the goal. Cool, it's over there. We'll get there. But I'm right here right now. So I got to be focused on right now. Right. And I and every once in a while, I'll sit there and I'll just go, this is what it would feel like to be a rock star. Oh, man. Getting out on that stage. Can you see the lights? And you just sit there for just a couple minutes and you just envision it. And then you come bring yourself right back into the moment. And you're just aware of it. And you keep understanding that that's an emotion, that's a feeling that you can lock yourself into. But if you're always in that moment, always aware, and a part of that altruistic overall everybody mentality of being a part of the collective, mm-hmm. like, I'm doing it for the art of the music. That's why it was. It's not that I want to be a rock star. It's that I want to share more art with the world. And I know that if I become a rock star, then that means that my stuff will go out to more people. So my music, my art will affect more people. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to affect more people. But if I'm so laser focused on just myself and I don't see how I could potentially benefit the overall collective man then i just lost out on the game and that right then and there is where you don't hyper focus to me i'm starting to think about what the hell should i do going forward you don't hyper focus on what is it those actions what are all these tiny little things that made me think this way that did this that did that that whoa hold up (sighs) big deep breath back in the moment What's the moment? It What's at stake right now? Take care of right now. Move on to the next one. That's what we're working towards. All right, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a why factor to that, you know, like, Hey, let's, let's remember why I'm doing this. Yeah. So free will, we ain't going to understand it. I don't want to understand it because if I understand it, then what the hell? I'm not a human. that's it (laughs) so this was another installment of the dismount podcast and as always we say don't trust us trust yourself and uh thanks guys thank you for joining us guys also one last note i've said it again i'll say it before services the rent we pay for occupying space on this earth i like that one later Don't hesitate to catch episode 19 releasing next. Buddy old pal, Chief Boss Man, why does it bother me? Catch the video version of this podcast on YouTube. Catch the audio edition anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Take care. We'll see you out there.